commence primary ignition. Primary ignition. This is the way. This is the way. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. What is up there, Ugnots and Jawas? This is Mando Talk. We had some tech issues going on here. Whatever. We're here for the finale of the Book of Boba Fett. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to officially discuss spoiler. Not spoilers. Wait a second. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Predictions for the finale yeah. of the Book of Boba Fett. And DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Texan is here. What is up, man? It almost didn't happen tonight, guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. Man, my, I love being a dad so much, but sometimes um, this is a pun. Duty calls. So <laughs> we had a, little, had a little issue, got it taken care of with mom, and uh, we're all good to go now. So yeah. um, and, and if you listen, you're not going to hear me talk about dad stuff all the time. But let sure. me tell you, when you get when you hear me talk about dad stuff, I'm going to make it worthwhile and it's going to be interesting. OK, <laughs> so um, I, I'm just glad that I, we're here doing Mando talk. I'm glad I get to be here tonight trying to be here as often as I can. And, and I appreciate Caleb letting me do my thing in, in, the, in the world of dad um, yeah. for now until I get things. We're still trying to figure things out, navigating life, kind of like how a uh, Din Djarin is trying to navigate life. But <laughs> via a new a new starfighter and and life without his sure. his his foundling or padawan yeah Depends i mean we'll ask. see so, we'll see and we'll definitely discuss yeah. that once we get to the predictions and by the way i know we've got some of you that just listen on our podcast platforms thank you so much uh the book of boba fett predictions is exclusively for the live stream so unfortunately you're missing out on that if you're on our podcast but we've got content for you guys like always now this time, though, this Tuesday, this edition, we are actually celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day, which was technically on February 7th. So we are a little late, but, you know, we had to just stick to our normal schedule with the busyness of life. But uh, luckily and thankfully, Daniel from at Star Wars Now This reached out to me, asked for Mando Talk to be a part of this. And as always, I like to do this. Uh, whenever given the opportunity we did it last year the first opportunity we had this year decided you know what let's do it again so we actually have a fun little segment here and discussion that we're gonna have and, and the idea who, who did this i where did this idea come from dj of this discussion that we're gonna have is all is awesome actually you know, I, I was talking to my dad about it yesterday and um i said hey we, we're doing this thing for star wars podcast day on on the show tomorrow what do you what do you think we should talk about? Because we you had just texted me. I happened to be over at their house, you know, getting in some grandparent time. And and all of a sudden I was like, you know what, dad, you you know, you know, some things you've been around. You can you can help us out here. What, what do you think we should talk about to celebrate podcast Star Wars podcast day? And on the TV, we were watching the, the women's USA team do their luge runs. We're watching okay. we're watching them do the luge. And and he said, you know what y'all should do? the star wars olympics and i was like that's that's not a bad idea and so i texted caleb he goes i like that 
was yeah. I think the exact text you sent me was I like that. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Papa Don over there giving us the <laughs> that's what I like to call him. Hey, that's um, what we do. It, you know, we just roll with it. We we roll with the punches. Whenever there's a great idea, we might steal it. And this time we're stealing it from DJ's dad. <laughs> Hey, it is what it is. That's you can call him Donnie. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah, go. Well, so that, that, we're just, it was just a fun idea. So I'm glad that we're doing it. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. And the question that I have here just to pose is what would the Olympics look like in Star Wars? And, and building off of what you said, DJ, I said, I like that. But I also said, you know what? It's also very relevant to right now because, you know, like you mentioned, like you alluded to, we got the Winter Olympics going on. You know, I have heard, though, that this is like the least watched Olympics to date so far. But whatever doesn't matter. We're not even going to dive into why that might be the case or what's going on. We're just going to have fun with this. What would the Olympics look like in Star Wars? So what we did was we created or we gave the we. We came up with this list, basically like the the key locations, the key planets in the Star Wars Skywalker saga. And we came up with just ideas of type of games to host or to be on those locations. And so I'll just read the list of planets that we've got. And then I will we, we can just go back and forward. We'll do it that route. Yeah. Okay. So we got Tatooine, Hoth. Indoor, you know, your three main planets of the original trilogy. Uh, then you, we got Naboo, Coruscant, and Mus- Mustafar. You know, you could argue that those are the three main uh, planets of the prequel trilogy. So that's where we're just going to focus in on. Okay, and I'll go yeah. ahead and go first. I'll do Tatooine, and this one was probably the easiest for me. Uh, Tatooine pod racing. Uh, we would exclusively on Tatooine have pod racing going on. And I see in the chat um, Ryan V mentioning summer games on Tatooine, winter games always on Hoth. You know, and <laughs> and I kind of thought about it that way too. But then I thought, you know what, let's just make it just one overarching Olympic yeah. game, not exclusive to like season or climate. Yeah. So, so well, that's, that's kind of how I approached it at least. Well, that's an important thing to think about in Star Wars is that all of these planets don't go through seasons. They're always just – that's their climate. That's their right. ecosystem. Yeah. And so for yeah. me, I, I kind of approached it more as, okay, what, like if the Olympics were going on, you could have an Olympic headquarter on each planet, sure. you know, and that's yeah. where all the Olympians would go. And that's yeah. how they would do, do their, you know, Olympics essentially is how I looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so, and I'll pass this right to you, DJ, right back to you. Cause I don't really have anything else to elaborate here. Tatooine home of the pod race. So that is the okay. Olympic game that would go down there on Tatooine. What about you? I would have to say something a little different, um, okay. kind of in, in, in the realm of, of, I, th- I believe there's a, an event where you have to like, run a mile and then like go bike down a hill and then you have to like shoot a target from several whatever away you sure. know yeah. i'm gonna go with like a i'm gonna go like a womp rat hunt Ooh, like okay. go like a womp rat hunt because if you think about it womp rats are everywhere i mean look at that one that tried to tear up pelimoto uh-huh. i mean that was gnarly that was <laughs> that was horrible so i think that uh, womp rat hunting and of course we know Luke used to bullseye those with his T-16, you know, through apparently through Beggar's Canyon. So it, it, it's nice, you know, to think there's some connective tissue here. So I'm going to go with a womp rat hunt. You got to be able to bullseye a womp rat from however many meters away before, you know, you, know, you win gold or whatever. 
I actually really, really, really like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I have a feeling that it sounds like already you were pretty creative with these. So <laughs> mine might might not be as creative, but that is a-okay. Next up, we got Hoth. Uh, again, this is just something that I would that I would love to see. And I feel like this is the first thing that I said or mentioned to you, DJ, when you threw this idea out to me on yeah. Hoth. I want to see you know, like the Kentucky Derby-esque of Star Wars. I want to see people on Tauntauns racing around on this climate. I would absolutely love that. That's two events already of mine that are focused on racing. I love me some races, so you might see that uh, idea pop up a little bit more, but Tauntaun racing was my Hoth uh, Olympic event. What about you? Okay. You know, I think it's fair to say that racing in and of itself is a pretty common, um, yeah, sure. You know, event across the Olympics. So if if we bog down the racing, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with not necessarily you know tauntaun racing, but just let's just keep it real, you know, down to earth. Let's just say we're gonna we're gonna do like some cross country like snowboard races or something. You know, there it is an ice planet, but like if you think about it, there's a ton of snow there. You know, it's is a lot of hills, a lot of mountains. You know, especially if you played Battlefront two and those, and even the first Battlefront from I think 2015 or whenever it came out. Those kinds of things would be perfect. Although Ryan V is in the chat and he says curling, at 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 curling on Hoth. You know what? Curling has to happen on Hoth. I rescind my previous thing, and I'm going to say <laughs> curling. Curling has to be has to be the thing. I like that. I, I don't really know what they like would that, use. I don't know what they would use for curling though. Like the skull of a wampa, maybe. Ooh, hey, I like that. That'd like be that fun. A that's a big yeah. skull, man. It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's what I'm going to go with for Hoth. I'm going to say wampa skull curling. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay, next up, indoor. Um. You know, I, I struggled with this one a little bit. So what I ended up coming up with was rope swinging, swinging through the forest of just, indoor, seeing the Ewoks just wee wee. I would love it. You know, I'm, I'm I love that intently watching that ra- again. That's that's the hilarious. Race. That's the third kind of race, but you could you could bounce off of that maybe. You know, highest highest jump. Okay, from the rope swing. Uh, I, biggest, I like it. Trick. From the rope. Who knows? Just, I like that. Go down a ton of uh, lanes there. What do you think? Okay. You think? I love that idea. I think rope swinging with Ewoks would be perfect, but <laughs> I'm going to go it, not in a race, but this one's going to involve skill that honestly with Ewoks would just be absolutely comical. And I don't see how the ratings wouldn't just shoot through the roof. Okay. <laughs> but I'm going to go with, and I think, I think this is going to be a two-fold event here, okay? It is the the equivalent of shot put, okay, but with their slings. Mm-hmm. They're like slingshots. You have, it's like some weird crossbreed between a slingshot, uh, shot put type game. And yeah. then you also could combine that somehow with like spear uh, pole vaulting. So like some okay. weird hybrid of the two, I feel like, but either one, cause those are more like yard games. I feel like that's mm-hmm. one of those. It's all about distance. You know, it's not necessarily about a race. You just, who can throw the rock the furthest or who can pole vault the highest. I think that would be very interesting to use. Like watch mm-hmm. and think about it. you watch like this tall, 
you know, it'd be hilarious to watch them try to pole vault. And typically you want your tall, lanky people, I think, to be pole vaulters. I know nothing about the Olympics or track or any of that, but I think that would be hilarious. I think it'd be a lot of fun. No, I agree. I agree. Um, Bright Suns Media says something about Naboo that's got my interest. I I can't wait to get to that. And I actually think Naboo's next. So that's going to be fun to discuss. It is. Uh, Blue Harvest Brick says, hope we get some slow-mo Vespa racing in the Star Wars Olympics. Oh, gosh, I love it. I love slow, it. It's Harvest. already slow. It's already slow-mo. <laughs> okay, oh, well, let's go funny. ahead and go to Naboo. Uh, and, and I'll go ahead and read your chat uh, comment here, Bright Suns Media. You said, swimming on Naboo, trying to avoid bigger fish. And honestly, the title of my event was underwater obstacle. Now, I didn't think Mm. of it being actual uh, species or people swimming. I was thinking more so, you know, your little underwater ship, just like we got in the Phantom Menace. And, and of course, you got to deal with the fish, and maybe you set up an underwater track. Uh, That's kind of what I was thinking. So I was kind of right there with you a little bit there, Bright Suns Media. Um, but I definitely want to incorporate that that bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. I want to incorporate that yeah. into the to, into our Star Wars Olympics. So that's why I went with an underwater type of event. I like it. I like that underwater event. I'm I'm gonna keep mine above the water though. Although because we have Gungans and um, other type human types living on Naboo, I feel like this could be. It doesn't really matter what team Naboo looks like necessarily. It just uh-huh. they all. It could be a bunch of different things. But you know. I think in the summer Olympics, there's weightlifting, like, you know, like powerlifting and all that other stuff. Okay. It's been a hot minute since I've watched some summer Olympics. So I was trying to make sure that wasn't something I made up, but I think it'd be really neat to watch like specifically like jacked Gungans, like weightlift (laughs) and do like power cling and squats and all that other crazy stuff just to see like the overall strength, like who's the greatest Gungan among us, you know, like Gungans among us would be a great children's book, by the way. I just think that'd be hilarious. But anyway, yeah. it'd be all about Jar Jar and his, and his trip to across the, across the galaxy with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan um, pitching a new book idea. Hello, Lucasfilm. Um, but anyway, I think that it'd be some sort of weightlifting. And, and here's the thing, here's what the weights would look like. You know, that giant, like, um those, those giant boulder heads that they sit on at the end of phantom menace you know towards the main final battle yeah like there's yeah. the guy up with the binoculars they're so common okay do like those but they would be like different sizes okay it would just I look like, like that. that's where that's where the weight would come into it so yeah, yeah some weird boulder head weightlifting that one that one's definitely good um bright suns media throws in another good point here gungans and mon calamari have an unfair advantage if they were to do underwater 100 percent, 100 percent. oh yeah uh that species would just mop the floor there uh let's go ahead we got two more coruscant and mustafar coruscant i took a little different approach with this i put right. coruscant is where we have the opening and closing ceremonies not necessarily an event but I felt like, you know, I, to, to try to get an idea of Coruscant, I try to just look at images and just get, okay, what kind of sporting event could go down here? And I just kept coming back to, okay, we got to have a cool place to, to host this thing, like to come yeah. back, to come to, to celebrate it starting, to come back to at the very end to celebrate who won the most. Uh, so, yeah, Coruscant, I selected it as just my opening and closing ceremonies like location. I like that idea of that's where you receive your medal. I think that's yeah. really, 
really, really cool. Well, I'm going to go again with another racing one. I just when you really think about it, the Olymp- like I know I already said this, but the Olympics is just a bunch of racing is all it is. Sure. Um, you're com- you may not be keep competing side by side with somebody, but you're always like kind of racing somebody. I think a speeder race would be really fun to watch. Mm, yeah. um, some sort of a speeder race. Now, I know we already have pod racing, but this would be kind of in a different vein. And it would it would involve more obstacles, be more like, um, I don't know, maybe more like NASCAR rather than like a Grand Prix, how um, sure. pod racing set up. The only other thing I could think of besides that would be if the Jedi were a specific you know, event, if they had a specific, like you have fencing in summer Olympics. So maybe Jedi fencing would be interesting, something like that too. So kind of a two, two parter thing there. You have your Jedi specific events. And then also you could have um, something that anybody could really participate in that being racing. So yeah. it, it, it kind of plays, plays two parts there. I think that's, I think that's a really good one. And that was something I thought of too, especially thinking of the chase and attack of the clones. Yeah. Like, yeah. That would be phenomenal to see. Uh, Michelle says, Octu water polo played on those ugly Thala sirens that Luke milked. Um, that would be interesting. Th- that is a oh, take that I didn't even think of. Uh, siren, milking. <laughs> siren milking event from bright suns. Media. Who can milk, who can milk the siren the fastest? That's <laughs> yeah. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. 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 And RFB says water polo on octu yeah that's kind of crazy but what's up rfb i haven't said what's up to you yet so what's up rfb glad you're here (laughs) again Uh, okay we got one final planet one final planet and that is mustafar now i picked this purely based off of visuals lightsaber fencing that's the event that would go down on mustafar 1000 percent want to see it what about you dj so in a different vein, I don't think this is an Olympic sport, but I appreciate the art of it. You know how ice sculpting is a thing? Sure. Like you yeah. sculpt, like, or even like tree trunk carving with chainsaws, things like that. You know, people get into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with lava sculpting. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Very, di- it's, it's not at all an Olympic thing. I realize that. Okay. <laughs> but let's just, let's just, let's be um, creative tonight. Okay. Yeah. If you get lava sculpting, I think this is how that event would work. You and it may be a team, maybe like four people, okay? Like maybe like glass blowing, because glass blowing always you need like at least two people to help you with that. You have to harvest your lava, you have to bring it to a designated location, you have to then super cool it, okay, using some chemistry, all right. Mm. And then by super cooling it, you then form it with other materials and other tools to create a sculpture. Okay. Now that's mm. more, I think, of an art type competition than anything, but I think it'd be interesting, you know, it's it's not necessarily death defying, but lava's involved, you know. So I'm gonna go with lava sculpting. Just something totally out there, totally random. Just that's what that's what came to my mind. Well, when you started saying that, you know, I was thinking, okay. I know DJ really loves Forged in Fire. He's going the Forged route. I do route love for sure. Forged in Fire. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I should have thought you of that. You got I some did... plugs in there for Forged in Fire a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I, I know that, like, there's this series on Netflix, too, where they just do glass blowing, And that's what really gave me the idea. Because when you look at glass blowing, you have to have a crazy oven and all this other stuff. But you know what? You don't need an oven when you're on Mustafar. Mustafar is the oven. So. Yeah. 
you take that and just rearrange it a little bit. Next thing you know, you got lava sculptures. You know, I think that'd be dope. I, I would I love like a lava it. sculpture personally. I think it'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, that would be incredible. Uh, let's see. Before we wrap up our Olympic discussion here, uh, Rafa says Starfighter race like in Star Wars Resistance. Yes, that would be certainly incredible. Uh, Ryan oh, love V. That. Mustafar. Duel of the Fates, loser gets quartered like Anakin. <laughs> uh, Blue Harvest Bricks, the high ground jump on Mustafar. Uh, RFB, <laughs> Lava River Race on Mustafar on Hoover Sleds. Hoover Sleds. Uh, and then NS5000 UK, that's a new user. So, um, hey, in NS5000 UK, hit that, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, says Sign Death in. Star Guard on a gonk droid. I don't know what, where that's going, but hey, I like the chat. I like the comment. And then maybe also, it's like you have, I the only thing I think it's like it's like rock em, sock em robots with like a mouse droid. That's <laughs> I don't know if that's what he means, but it's like you have to soup up one mouse droid and then yeah. your opponent soups up their own and it's just them going at it until there's only one left. I don't know. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen, we could we could spend all evening <laughs> we really on Star could. Wars Olympics, <laughs> folks. Like it's it's a really great topic. Uh, props to DJ's dad for coming up with the idea. Relevant, thanks, dad. It, it's it's just really fun. I honestly, if you guys want to hear us elaborate on that some more, let us know. We'll do it because there's a lot of we, there's a lot of planets. Yeah, I mean, we could get a, a whiteboard in here. We could start drawing some things. <laughs> we could come up with some plans, blueprint it. You know how I am. I'm a, a uh, math oh, nerd. Man. So so if you want that, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay, DJ, anything <laughs> else you want to say about Star Wars Olympics? Just that if if there is an Olympic song, you know, there's all there's the song at the opening ceremony. Yeah. If John Williams isn't conducting and, and making that music for that, then I send it back. The whole thing's worthless if John Williams. And by the way, today's John Williams' 90th birthday. Yes, gr dude, I'm so glad you remember that because I saw it on socials yeah. and I completely forgot to mention it in our notes here. Happy birthday to... The, yes. the master himself, John the Williams. Maestro. The maestro. The maestro. The maestro. He is. We should. We. I know we did this. This, but we could have talked probably twenty minutes on just John Williams. That'd have been oh, for sure. That'd have been. That'd have made me. That'd have made me happy. I'd we love could've. that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Maybe we'll save that for another day for sure. We should. We should. All right, real quickly, because I, I know those of you that are here live are anxious to talk about Boba Fett predictions, and I'm anxious too. But, you know, we have to yeah. keep our podcast listeners pleased as well, folks. So be patient with us. Um, let's do a Star Wars news report. And maybe instead of doing like a report, let's just recap it. I will read the news piece, and then I'll pass it to DJ to give his yeah. thoughts on it. And then we'll go to the next one. We Honestly, though, we have three massive news pieces like again this is something we could spend an entire hour stream episode Easily. disgusting discussing uh but again book of boba fett predictions we promise we'll get to those so first news is from television which all of the news this week is from television the upcoming disney plus series obi-wan kenobi is expected to release in may according to the hollywood reporter this obviously for me lines up perfectly with that idea of may the 4th but i've also seen a lot of rumor and speculation on maybe it comes out the Wednesday before Star Wars celebration, since that's the last week of May. So, DJ, what are your thoughts on this report? Uh, Hollywood Reporter running with it. Uh, yeah. Just share what you think of this. Something's crazy. I mean, it's it's Hollywood Reporter. 
reputable source, fantastic. They they put stuff out all the time. Um, although I did not agree with their review of Boba Fett chapter one, but that's a story for a different time. But I will say that <clears throat> this is a I think a great you know direction for us to know where, where we're going as fans. Um, I also would like to think that Disney and Lucasfilm leaked this on their own. You know, they just said, hey, Hollywood Reporter, here you go, put this out. It's in May. And then now everybody's buzzing about it. That's kind of how I'm seeing it go down, uh, at least in my own mind. Um, but beyond that, I love that there's talk of it being May the 4th. I think May the 4th is a Friday, which would be cool if it came out. Is it not? What day is May, May the, the 4th? 4th is a Wednesday, which matches it's with a the Wednesday. Disney Plus release. Oh, what was I looking at the other day? I got my dates down wrong because I thought May 2nd was a Wednesday. Mm-mm, so, mm-mm, oh, mm-mm. man, look at look at me looking. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what I did. Okay, anyway, May 4th, <laughs> a Wednesday. Look, that's a missed opportunity if they don't do it there. If they were to do it at after Star Wars Celebration, okay, fine. But do you really want to hold out on that for just, for what, a trailer? Yeah. I mean, it's... I don't know. I'll, I'll just say this to kind of finalize it. Massively rare opportunity that is present here to release Obi-Wan Kenobi on the Wednesday mm-hmm. date that Disney has said they need to release their shows on on May the 4th. If that's yeah. not executed, that just seems like an opportunity it's, it's, that, it that will never like happen again. That's just completely no. missed. <laughs> no. And it's Obi-Wan. I mean, it's, it's Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. It's Ewan McGregor. He's going to, you know, we already and we've got some of the news pieces else that go along with it, I think, here in a second. So I don't want to go too far just yet, but I know that whatever they do, they need to make this happen. It's gonna be the best thing they could ever do, you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's the best thing they could ever do, seriously. You know, mm-hmm. aside from a new trilogy launching on May the fourth, you know, sure. that's that's it. But this is the next best thing. Yeah. No, I, I certainly agree with you. But listen, folks, you let us know. Do you think that we're going to get Obi-Wan Kenobi in May? Are these reports true? And furthermore, do you think we're going to get it in early May, specifically May the 4th, Star Wars Day? Or do you expect to get it the last week of May? Because that is the week leading up to Star Wars Celebration. So that's certainly a possibility as well. And I believe Michelle throws out a great point here in the chat, and then we'll move to the next piece. May 25th was always Star Wars Day for the original release date. It's a Wednesday, too. That is certainly possible. That is certainly possible. But regardless, it does seem like all signs are pointing toward May for Obi-Wan Kenobi. We'll just see what day it will be. All right, let's go to our next Star Wars news piece. And again, I'll read it, pass it to DJ, see his thoughts on it. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård reveals that Andor Season 2 will begin filming in autumn of 2022. I've got a direct quote here. He says, we start with Dune Part 2 in July. You'll love to see it. Uh, And then in the autumn, it's time for the second season of the Star Wars series Andor. I do not know when they will start broadcasting it. It will take some time so that it does not take too long between season one and season two. I've been 50-50 on it because I'm always hesitant to announce something before you've even released something, but I also like them filming this so that way we don't have to wait too long for season two. That's all I'll say. Kind of 50-50 on it. Obviously, I love the news. I love that we're getting more Star Wars, but always I'm cautiously optimistic. DJ, what are your thoughts? I'm not sure I even knew that there was a second season coming. So to me, this is news that there's a second season. I don't know about anybody else, but... For me, it's just nice to hear, oh, there's a second season of Andor. 
fantastic. You know, I, I love Cassian Andor. He is, he is one of my favorite characters for a long time. He was my favorite character. I have no idea who my favorite character is right now. Like a lot of Star Wars fans go through valleys and seasons of favorite characters, but I love Andor. I love Cassian. And I look forward to thinking that in season two, we'll get to meet K2SO. So yes. that looks like it's going to, that's going to be fantastic. And typically you get two seasons of a show anyway. They, they usually, when they order these shows, they'll do two seasons. And if it isn't successful, they cut it at two. Um, so I like that we're at least getting two seasons and that's fantastic. And I'm just still looking forward to Andor. I think it's going to be a fun show. It's in a great place in the timeline post rebels, I think, or not post rebels. Maybe it's during the midst of some of the things that happen with rebels. Yeah, at least a good it's a question. It's, it's right. Cause rebels goes up to almost episode four and then mm -hmm. picks up post episode six. So it could be like right in that same vein. And I'm just looking forward to seeing how that goes down, but I like this news. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. And the fact that Skarsgård also dropped a little Dune info is great for everybody else, too. I think that's fantastic. Bring on the spice, baby. <laughs> you might get some spice tomorrow morning, my friend. I hope. I hope. Uh, <laughs> before we move forward, NS5000 UK says, hope they do it gritty. That's what they say, at least, that Andor's going to yep. be gritty. We'll see. Uh, and then Blue Harvest Bricks, they must know it's already going to be incredible. You know, I hope that's the idea. I hope that's the philosophy yeah, me too. That, that they know it's going to be incredible. Okay, we've got one final news piece. Now, this is, and me and DJ kind of spoke before the show, a little bit potentially on the lines of potentially a spoiler, but honestly, I view it more so as a rumor for right now, yeah. uh, but it does come from Bespin Bulletin regarding a particular character showing up in Obi-Wan Kenobi. So since we're so far out from that release, and it right now, in my opinion, it's just viewed as rumor, we felt like it was still okay for us to go ahead and discuss this. And it's the following. According to Bespin Bulletin, Rupert Friend is playing the Grand Inquisitor in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, if that's the case, I would be certainly shocked and surprised. And I'll leave it at that. DJ, what are your thoughts? I don't really care who plays the Inquisitor, to be honest with you. Um, I just want to see lightsabers. So it's good news for me. I don't care. I mean, if you got if the guy, as long as he doesn't suck, you know, he's got to be better than a wannabe Han Solo from the Gunslinger episode of Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, <laughs> I, I told Caleb today, I mean, the casting has been on, on point in all Star Wars, in my opinion, since the Disney takeover. And except for that one random guy in mm -hmm. Mandalorian. And if Rupert Friend, is yeah. a friend to all of us via star wars then that's fine with me i'm all i'm here for it yeah no i mean it, it's certainly exciting news and yes rfb says bestman bulletin is a trusted source yeah bestman bulletin usually is on the mark and, and as recently as saying that an n1 was going to show up in the book of boba fett and that was big and it happened so bestman bulletin typically is correct now i will say this just again just to clarify that i felt like it was okay for us to say this bestman bulletin has been wrong before and so have many other news and rumor true. outlets out there so you know we'll see we'll see if this comes true 
All right, guys, that wraps up our Star Wars news report for this week. As always, if you want more Mando Talk content, you can check us out on YouTube. We are currently going live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, on Tuesdays, we are doing our Book of Boba Fett predictions, and you may have heard us talk about that earlier in this podcast recording. Those currently are exclusively on our YouTube channel, so if you want to check out our predictions prior to watching the latest chapter of the Book of Boba Fett, go and check out our YouTube channel. On Thursdays, we are doing our Book of Boba Fett spoiler discussion live on our YouTube channel, but that recording will be uploaded to you guys on our podcast platforms on Friday for you to be able to hear. So really the only thing right now that's exclusively on YouTube is our book of Boba Fett predictions. So if you want to hear those, check us out on that channel. If not, we'll continue to see you on this podcast platform and we greatly appreciate you listening to us wherever you're listening to us and we'll see you next time. And as always, we have spoken.